Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, back at you one time, (laughs) talking about all things cannabis and parenthood and all that shit. But as you guys know, before I jump into all the talking and the jibber jabbing and all that shit, I like to get high. Just point blank period. I'm just going to, you know, cut to the straight to the chase. And I mean, it's called Blunt Boy and Mama podcast, right? So, I mean, obviously, obviously I'm smoking. So with that being said, now that the cat is out of the hat, (laughs) you can tell I got kids, right? Cat is out. Anyways, I'm smoking some weed. Please grab your joint, your blunt, your bong, your vape, whatever it is that's going to get you on this level. And so you can sesh with me, grab it because I'm about to light up some headband, which is a stativa strain. Or if you consider it a hybrid, which I mean, I feel like low-key, everything's a hybrid, right? Just some strains are more sativa dominant (laughs) and others are more indica dominant, which basically means that, you know, some strains are going to make you feel like really up and buzzy and happy and creative and upbeat and social and chatty and giggly. And others are going to make you feel more at peace, relaxed, um, more of a body high. Maybe you'll have a little lightness or heaviness to your body you're just gonna feel really good and sometimes you feel so damn good you go to sleep (laughs) so there's that part and you know that's pretty much the two categories that most strains fall in and some are you know more or less more of one than the other and then others are just like right down the middle it's like a really even high so it just depends on but it depends on your body for me headband gets me creative it keeps me awake and alert helps me you know get shit done if I have to do chores or something around the house if I'm doing some work or you know some light work you know nothing like that requires all of my intelligence (laughs) you know just like busy work or admin shit then I'll smoke a little bit of headband before and I I get everything done I smoke headband before I cook like headband is like my go-to daytime strain I absolutely love it so much it's easily I feel like I say this all the time, one of my top three strains, like I fucks with headband heavy. Auntie <laughs> who? Enough of me standing, <laughs> which by the way, oh my gosh, speaking of standing, you guys, Beyonce is in my spirit. <laughs> Why the- <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, we're going to get into it. Let me smoke this weed first. We're going to get into it. By the way, guys, I cleaned my um the my bowl. Because you know, like bongs are, are just bongs, right? But you can kind of interchange the bowl that you put in the bong, which a bowl, for those of you who don't know, is the, the apparatus that you put the weed in. It's, it, it comes out of the actual rig, the bong itself. Um. And so I cleaned it because I didn't know that I was a dirty ass bitch until I cleaned it. And it was so disgusting, y'all. Oh my gosh. I feel like a horrible person. I'm, I'm like, I, in that moment, I made a promise to myself, like, okay, bitch, never again. Don't do, do better. <laughs> so I'm saying all that because now I'm about to smoke out of it for the first time right now. And I know this is going to be the best fucking high ever. <laughs> and I'm so excited. Okay. 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 Let's go. Cheers.
shit. <laughs> that shit hitting right there. That shit hitting right there, y'all. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god, y'all. Oh my god, y'all. That felt so fucking good. Oh yeah. And I full disclosure, I was smoking before I started recording this episode. And there is a reason. I got my pussy waxed today. <laughs> I got my first Brazilian in like a billion years. I got my first Brazilian, which is all of the pussy and the ass. <laughs> Not the ass, but like, you know, the crack, the butt. They call it the butt strip. So uh, my pussy is bare. Sorry if, if you got, if your family listening right now <laughs> or close friends, you know, the TMI, but your girl gets her pussy waxed. I, I, and I used to be so diligent about it. And then the second pregnancy, something kind of switched in my head and I was like, fuck this. And I, I just had so much going on with my body. And like, eventually I, I popped really quick. So I was showing it like, uh, three months two and a half months like I was I was already showing I looked like I was five months pregnant so I was just I got big so quickly because my son was nine pounds that like I just was I was over it I was like okay so I'm supposed to shave my leg shave under my arms and wax my pussy like no <laughs> I just went on kind of like a little strike and I and and my first pregnancy so my first pregnancy I continued waxing as much as I could and the week of me giving birth to my daughter I got my pussy waxed I got a Brazilian um and so I what happened is I scheduled a C-section because my daughter was late. I was 42 weeks pregnant and the, she had to come out. So we were scheduled for a C-section. I come. So I knew when I was giving birth. So basically I was like, okay, I just need to make sure I wax my pussy the week of so that, you know, four, six weeks or whatever, I can't really do anything to my vagina because, you know, I just had a baby then. Cool. Um, at least I would have just waxed recently. So my pussy won't be looking like a wing mower, a wing mower. <laughs> it won't be looking like some jungle shit. <laughs> it won't be looking like a, like a walking through the Amazon or I don't know. Like it won't look wild. It won't be a jungle. So <laughs> I did that and and it hurt like I'm gonna be real it hurts so much because like your pussy is so sensitive which makes sex pretty good um while you're pregnant but everything else not so much fun like getting waxed on a tender so sensitive ass pussy is not fun um but it was worth it in the end my pussy wasn't like looking crazy after I had the baby but it was painful so I was like fuck that this time around and I, in turn I haven't had a Brazilian shame Thankfully, in about a year. 
because uh, my baby's like six months old now. <laughs> and I gotta say, I miss it. Team no hair there. <laughs> As Chris Brown says, she wax it all off. Mr. Miyaki. <laughs> That's what your girl did. And it feels so good. I forgot how good this feels to have a smooth pussy. It's a slip and slide, bitch. It's gonna be a slip and slide. Um, <laughs> anyways, that I, I I just had to share that with y'all because um I knew what I was about to get into. I, having not had a Brazilian in a year, I feel like it's I may as well just be doing it for my first time. Like, you know, it was really I knew it was gonna be rough because I hadn't gotten wax in a while and I also knew I trimmed beforehand so I you know kind of alleviated a little bit of my stress but I knew for a fact that like yo like it's still gonna fucking hurt because I haven't had this feeling in a while I don't remember what it feels like so your girl smoked some weed before she went to the appointment <laughs> I like smoked like Tokes is like this really dope brand um it's T-O-K-E-S Tokes they have like these super duper mini joints that are so dope and I bought them from Green Angels Delivery here in LA. Hey, they came through. I bought it, but they're not going to be selling them anymore. So I'm really sad. So I got to find them somewhere else. But Tokes is really dope because they're like these super duper mini joints and they allow you to get a good high, like a microdose. So I was like, okay, I'm going to smoke this right now. So I smoked that earlier in the day, right? And then like maybe 15 minutes before I was supposed to go to my appointment, I went in the bathroom, grabbed my, my, my bong and my concentrate and I fucking dabbed uh, some Girl Scout cookies, which is a sativa. And I was like, oh, bitch, I'm ready for you, Miss Miss Esthetician. Whoever's waxing my pussy today, I'm ready. <laughs> You're not about to have me feeling sad and pain and yes it still hurt but I it didn't hurt nearly as much as I knew it was because I was so relaxed and I was so chatty I was talking the whole time which I normally I never do that if I don't uh, smoke before a session because I'm just like oh, I just want this over with like get me out of here like it hurts like I fucking hate this awkward you know um, like talk that you do when like you're just in a room with somebody you have no choice but to talk to them like you know like airplane chat like I fucking hate that shit so Smoking beforehand, it helps me a lot with that too. But also I knew I had to dab because like smoking flour was not going to get me as high as I needed to be for that shit. And I needed to be quite stoned for that shit because it's just not, it's not fun for me. And I'm just being honest with myself, but I bought these fucking wax passes y'all. So I had like four left. So I was like, I got to use these. I just got, it's summer. I'm going to be going to the beach soon. Bitch, it's time. Like, <laughs> take care of your situation so anyways enough about my hairy ass pussy that is now bald ass pussy um, <laughs> i'm finally and slowly rolling out of this and becoming shnitria again and it's so refreshing to like slowly transition myself out of this mom life all the time it's it's feeling good so if any of you guys are you know in the place where i'm at right now where you're slowly becoming yourself again I'm right there with you, man. And it feels good, but it's also like, ah, it's a little painful. <laughs> Anywho. So also, I'm just going to briefly say, because I, I, I babbled on about my pussy for way too long, but I just briefly want to say that Beyonce is like the queen mother goddess of the universe. And the fact that th she put out this awesome ass album, uh, The Lion King, The Gift, um, the album is beautiful. It's amazing. It's perfect representation of diaspora. It has fucking WizKid on it. It has fucking WizKid on it. <laughs> Bitch. 
bitch. Are you kidding me? First of all, like to have Wizkid, who's somebody I, I love. Like I've been rocking with his music for so long now. I want to see him live so badly. It like makes no sense. I just want to see him. And for him to have a song with Beyonce and Blue Ivy. What, bitch? <laughs> And it's called Brown Skin Girls. What? Oh my God. So, you know, I had to get high and listen to that shit, right? I was like, Brown Skin Girls. Hey, like, are you kidding me? Oh, this song is for us. I love that bitch. And I love Wizkid. And I love that now he has B stamp of approval. Oh, shh. Bitch, you gonna be able to tell his Nigerian ass shit. <laughs> and I'm saying this because I know how Nigerians are because my stepdad is Nigerian and I so growing up in pretty much like a Nigerian-ish household. Yeah. I already know how it's oh man. Anywho. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the album yet, what the fuck are you doing for life? definitely pause this right now play her fucking shit and give her her coins give her your edges give her everything because the bitch is here the queen is here bow down to beyonce giselle Knowles, carter oh my god (sighs) all right but you guys did not come here to hear me stand for Beyonce. Y'all already know I stand for her, but now you really know the extent. I'm out. I'm out of the closet. I'm official. Like, I'm a Beyonce. I'm in the beehive. I fucking love her. <sighs> just give us the tour, queen. And just give us... Just get. I want to give you money. Anywho. <laughs> so, I wanted to share um, a question that I got from one of you guys um on Instagram and kind of discuss that real quick for y'all's um all right so it says hey sorry to bother you I'm just wondering if I could pester you for a little advice did the way you smoke while you were pregnant change did you vape instead or something or was were blunt safe too my partner and I are trying for our first and I've been a regular smoker since I was about 14 years old I have anxiety depression and PTSD which is um post-traumatic stress disorder and the thought of quitting is the scariest part about it for me I obviously don't want to continue smoking if I could harm the baby but you've given me giving me some hope that I could continue safely if I just know the safest way if that makes any sense sorry to bother you just feel embarrassed asking the doctor as I feel I will be judged so I wanted to share that because I feel like this is like one of the quintessential questions I get asked like all the time. And I feel like I don't think I've really answered it in the way that she's wanting me to answer it, which is like, how did I consume cannabis during my pregnancy? Why, you know, and what's the safest way? And, you know, should I use this or that? And so I'm going to speak to that right now because I think that's a really important question. And I can only speak to my experience, you know, I always have to say this and, you know, I can never say it enough is that you definitely need to consult with your medical professional or, you know, a doctor or midwife or whoever you are relying on for this pregnancy, because obviously they're the ones who have the medical information and knowledge and went to school for it. I did not. So, you know, definitely rely on that. But also keep in mind 
keep in mind that they did not learn about cannabis in school, most of them. So, you know, everything that they're going to recommend and tell you is what they were taught. And that's all about pharmaceuticals. Um, And all the research out there is on pharmaceuticals because pharma is big in case you haven't noticed. Um, So, you know, there's that. But if you found a doctor or a midwife, which I'm hearing is probably the best way to go if you do plan on consuming cannabis while you're pregnant is the midwife route because you have someone who you're likely to, you know, be able to use as an aid in your birth uh, at your home or a place if you're choosing a birthing center, which may not be as strict or more as likely to drug test you as, say, a hospital would be. But um, yeah, so back to your question. Um, so you said, uh, also, girl, don't you guys continue to send me messages on Instagram or, or email, however you want to send them. You are never bothering me or pestering me by sending me a message. I love your messages. I read them all. I promise. I know it takes me forever sometimes to get back to you guys. And some of them I'm like trying to bookmark because I want to share them on podcast, but I'm always reading them. I love them. I also love hearing updates from you guys and see how things went um, because that's always wonderful as well. Um, Anywho, so you said, uh, did the way I smoke change while I was pregnant? Yes, it did. Um, And then you asked me, did you vape instead or something or were blunt safe too? Okay. So before, just like you, before I had kids, um, I've been smoking for years, like since I was about 18 or 19 years old. So for a really long time. Um, and it helped me a lot. It helped me get through grad school. It helped me when I moved to New York from Atlanta, all by my damn self with no family there, like a crazy person, <laughs> but it was worth it. I loved it. I fell in love with that city. Um, but yeah, and and I was using cannabis through all of that. And when I met my man, like we both bonded over our cannabis use and our love for the plant. And we have grown so much with our knowledge about it together. It's actually a really beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, like using it all the time as a recreational user, um, not really thinking too much about the medicinal qualities of the plant and the ways that it could be used for me. And, um, you know what, like it, I, my first pregnancy, I felt, I as I came to the, I <laughs> I fell prey to all of the disgusting rhetoric around cannabis and especially cannabis used by pregnant women or, um, you know, breastfeeding women or just moms in general, just that is bad, which is just that it makes you a bad mom. Spoiler alert. It does not make you a bad parent. It actually makes you the smartest fucking woman on this planet and the baddest ass bitch and the best ass mom, because <laughs> you know the truth, which is that you can't do it without this plant. This plant is what helps give you strength. It's what helps you reconnect with your blessings and realizing how much you love your family and yourself. And, you know, it allows you to love on yourself and be grateful and kind to yourself or whatever you may need to do. It helps you quiet your thoughts or get the sleep that you might need. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so anyways, when I was pregnant, I was like, okay. My second pregnancy, I knew that I was going to use cannabis and I said to myself, all right, I'm going to use it in a way like I would use medicine, which is like, you know, I like uh, a leave, you know, 
I take it when I have a headache, I know it's going to work. So I thought to myself, okay, let me use my cannabis in that way where it's like, because when you're pregnant, you can't really use that much medicine, okay, because you're pregnant. So any kind of medication can potentially fuck with, you know, the baby growing inside of you. So you have to be very careful with that, right? Well, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm just going to use cannabis in that way. If whatever way I would use a medicine, cannabis is going to be my medicine now, like for everything, treating everything that it can treat. And it was fucking wonderful. It helped me get to sleep. It helped me. I started feeling like really depressed my second pregnancy in the first trimester, like to the point where one weekend I like barely got out of bed. I was feeling super duper depressed and I was just suicidal. I'll be honest. I was thinking of the ways that I could, you know, harm myself and ultimately kill myself, you know, trigger, sorry, trigger warning, you know, um, for anybody that, you know, this may be triggering. Um, but I realized very quickly, you know, oh my gosh, this isn't me. Like what's going on. And I just knew that I needed to help myself and treat myself with something. And the best way that I knew that I could do that in that moment was to smoke a joint, to grab some indica, and smoke a joint. It will help me get some sleep and it'll help me relax and, and unwind and really meditate on life and, and why I was feeling that way so I can sort it out and analyze it and, and come up with some sort of resolution. And that's what cannabis did for me. And it was so beautiful. And I'm so thankful for it because who knows where I'd been. I was just like, my reasoning was that, you know, like, yo, like if, if it's, it can't be okay for me to sit here and think all these negative and thoughts about and think about ending my life and leaving my family. Like that's crazy. Like that's more harmful than using cannabis. I think, you know, me actually not being here way more harm for my family, way more and my just and abandoning the life that I'm still building and I'm still continuing to love and explore on this journey, like and end it. No, like that can't be you know, that's not me. And so, and cannabis luckily, thankfully saved me and allowed me, allowed me to see that. And so I, my first trimester, I smoked joints, but, um, I never smoked a whole joint, like half of a joint or less, you know, never trying my intentions going into it was treat cannabis like it was my medicine and you wouldn't, you know, overdo it with pills or anything like that. So don't do it, overdo it with cannabis. So it was, I was never medicating to get high. Um, I was medicating it to get rid of a headache or to help get rid of some aches and pains or, you know, you cramp a lot in your first trimester. So, okay, let me help like kind of deal with that. Um, and I did it very, I didn't do it as frequently. So maybe I would use cannabis like three times a week or every other day sometimes, but it wasn't something where I was like, oh, every day, like I gotta have my, gotta have my cannabis. But I was using throughout my whole pregnancy topical. So I had like a face cream that I was using that had CBD in it. And, you know, I had an oil that had CBD in it. And I used that a lot on my um, joints that I would rub it on me and it felt so good. Um, so I do recommend getting some CBD for pain relief as far as like your muscles and something that's a topical that you can rub on rub on yourself yes you need that um but yeah and then once I got to my second trimester I vaped I primarily vaped I didn't want any smoke inhalation at all so I figured vaping would be the safest way for me to get the effects that I was desiring um and without having to compromise you know anything um I immediately off top knew before um anything else making any other decision that um as a pregnant woman, I would not be dabbing and I would not be using my bong. And my reasoning was that with 
dabbing, usually the concentrates or the wax or whatever you want to call it that you're you that you're you know smoking, eh, they usually have really high levels of THC. I'm talking like 97% THC. Some of them have lower, like 70 something or 60 something or 50. Um, but it was just it's too much, and I just I'm not trying again. I'm not using this recreationally. I'm not trying to get stoned. So I just thought, okay, well I'm gonna chill on that, and also the bong, you know, just way too much smoke inhalation and one hit off the bong real talk gets me you know high kind of sometimes so I was like okay no bong like get that out of here and uh yeah so then that just left me down with like okay just edibles you know orally ingesting cannabis some way or topicals or tinctures or joints in the beginning and definitely vaping lots of vaping so I vaped a lot um with like little oil pens weed pens or people want to call them yeah that was like my ting (laughs) for most of my pregnancy and I had an edible once and ended not well because I got really high yes I admit it it happened I got really high I thought I had a really small dose but for me and I always knew this is why I avoid edibles and I only recently found a couple edibles that work well with me but I usually either get really high or I feel nothing at all but I was really desperate because I was in a lot of pain at the moment um so I just wanted something that would work and you know, you can't take anything when you're pregnant. So cannabis is it. So I was like, okay, let me just ingest this, you know, edible because, you know, it's one of the better ways to ingest, to, you know, use cannabis or to treat yourself. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I just wanted, I just wanted it to be over. It was like, really, it was pretty bad. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my gosh. So then that was like really close to my third trimester. And I already decided that before that once I hit my third trimester, I am not consuming any cannabis at all. And that's only because I am a black woman. And as a black mother in America, I already have a million different concerns and things and just being black in America automatically subjects me to types of racism and discrimination and that, you know, other people just won't even see when they go to somewhere or or especially a hospital and you're dealing with doctors. Um, And then even more as a woman, you know, my pain isn't real. I'm silenced. Or in my case, as a black woman, I'm seen as someone who can take pain and have high threshold of pain and, you know, oh, they're built for this, you know? No. So I wanted to make sure that I had nothing in the way of being able to advocate for myself. And I hate that that's the case because I should be able to use cannabis as a black woman who's about to be a mother and not be afraid that I am raising red flags the moment I enter the hospital just because of the color of my skin, making you feel like you should drug test me. That should not be the case, but it is because this is America period. So for me that I thought about that and I was very conscious of that. And I was just like, you know, I don't think it's going to happen, but you never know. You never know what's going to happen. And I just didn't want to risk CPS involved in my life in that way, which is, you know, child protective services. I didn't want to risk it. So that was my decision that I made. And honestly, I didn't really need it in my third trimester. I felt like it went by really quickly just because I did have my C-section scheduled for my second pregnancy at like 39 weeks, I think. So it was a pretty, I was, I was like, just, let's just get this baby out. Okay. Let's cut it out. Cut, cut, cut him out. Come on, get him out of here. <laughs> you got to cut it. <laughs> like for real. That's how I was feeling. So, um, Yeah, that was like a ramble, but I hope I answered your question, boo, because I definitely feel like I get asked this a lot. 
and I never really broke it down. And I think I just did. I hope this helps you. I hope this helps someone else who's wondering, you know, how I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pregnant. I'm thinking about being pregnant. I just found out I was pregnant. I'm only a few weeks pregnant. Like, how should I use cannabis? What, what, what have other women done? That's what I did. And let me tell you, I have a six month old little boy at home with me right now. He's 22 pounds. He is big. And to put that in perspective, my four year old daughter is 39 pounds. Okay. Four years old, 39 pounds. And six months old, 22 pounds. <laughs> to say I have my hands full is an understatement, people. <laughs> Anyways, um, Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Blunt Boy Mama podcast. As always, if you ever have any questions, shout out. So just want to say hello to your girl. Send me an email at bluntboymama at gmail.com. Also follow Blunt Boy Mama on Instagram, Twitter, like Blunt Boy Mama on Facebook. And as always, bad moms which is basically in this case what people consider stoner moms get shit done boom (laughs) y'all like that y'all like that yeah